Hey guys, welcome to the Rejoiceful Homemaking Podcast. I'm Kendall. And I'm Colby. And today we have had our first guest on. Her name is Kaylin Mead. You can find her over on Instagram at Kaylin Mead. She talks about all things biblical motherhood and also how to be a biblical wife with submission and loving your family. She's really great to listen to and she has great encouragement. Not only that, she has taken a new journey with sewing and she has an ebook available on in her bio. So that's a great thing to go check out if you are interested. But today's episode is super great. It was a joy to talk to her and we hope you all take something from it and learn from it because we know we did for sure. So here we go. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Rejoiceful Homemaking Podcast. We are Colby and Kendall, twin sisters that have a heart for the home and love for Jesus Christ. We are so thankful to have you join our podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Rejoiceful Homemaking Podcast. We are so excited to have you guys on here today and we have a special guest, Kaylin Mead. She has an Instagram all about biblical motherhood and how to be a submissive wife and sewing. That's her new thing. So that's really exciting. We're happy to have you on, Kaylin. If you want to start off just by introducing yourself, what you do, how long you've been married, how many kids you have, all that good stuff. Yes. Okay. It's so good to be here and good to see you guys. Um, As has been said. My name is Kaylin Mead. I have Instagram literally called Kaylin Mead. Um, <laughs> I am 25 years old. I've been married for five years. I have three kids. They are, so my oldest is almost four. So she'll be four in, in like a couple weeks. And then my middle is two. And then my youngest is nine months. So she's a little one. Well, she's a preemie too. So she's nine months, but developmentally, she's probably like seven and a half months. She's yeah, I live in Middle Tennessee, and it's currently not snowing, but it's very rainy and dreary. It's horrible so here. Happy. It's so muddy. It's literally it's so foggy. It's disgusting. It's so sad. I'm so ready for spring. <laughs> It'll be yeah. so nice. Yeah. You, guys, you guys get snow at all or anything? Yeah, we had ice even. We had um, how much ice? Uh, yeah, it, it was so slick. We couldn't even get out of the house, really. So, yeah, yeah. great last, stuff. Last We're, week was like super super fun well I guess the first question we want to start with is how you started like being biblical having a biblical motherhood mindset and being intentional also because have you always been like that or like where did you start what is your thoughts on that yeah so um basically like growing up as a kid I guess I'm gonna go way back like I always wanted to grow up and be get married and be a mom so like that Mm -hmm. was my dream and my goal. And so I always knew that I wanted to stay home. My mom stayed home with all of us. I'm one of nine kids. So she was always home and I knew I wanted to become a stay at home mom at some point. Um, and when Ron and I first got married, I worked as a waitress and then I was a medical assistant for like a year, but we got pregnant within our first year. Um, and I knew that like, once we had the baby, I wanted to stay home. And then Ron too, he was like totally on board, like you should stay home with the kids, you know, everything like that. So I always wanted to be a stay at home mom, but like my concept and like of being a biblical mother, like I've always been a Christian, grew up in a Christian household, but I didn't quite like, I didn't know a lot about, you know, Proverbs 31 womanhood living, you know, as right. bringing into being a mother, um, and I just knew I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. I'm going to be a Christian, raise them Christian. Like that's, that's basically the gist of it. 
And then when I got pregnant with Delilah, you know, I started, that's when I started, she's my second. So she's my middle child and she's two. I started my Instagram because of just being kind of tired of seeing so many of like the really um, like mommy influencers that would make reels and things about like their children, but the children were always like the butt of the joke or like right, how yeah. burdensome, tired, hot mess mom culture where it's just like, oh my gosh, my kids are so annoying. I was just really like bummed out by that. And I didn't see a lot of accounts that were positive. So I made one. Um, and then it, I, from there found other accounts that did talk about it. And that was kind of like my big start into like learning about like homemaking. Homemaking was not really a word that I knew, like right. thought about as a woman, biblical wife and mother, like growing up. It wasn't until I made that account. And so homemaking and staying home and just like cultivating a God-honoring household and like our role as like in the home started then. So right. <clears throat> Instagram has done a lot of good in that regard of finding these like other women who like have encouraged me in that and then prompted me to continue to read God's word and grow in that. So right. that's kind of like what kind of led there. And also, I don't, I know we're not talking about like submission, but submission to like to our husband. Yeah, that was a that's huge what thing no, that we will. can talk about. It don't matter. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's, it's true though. Yeah. yeah. Her page is I was never go ahead I was, I was never like opposed to it and I remember hearing like the verse about it but it, I had no one had ever really talked about it to, right premarital counseling um if I could go back I would get different premarital counseling because our pastor now does a great job of talking about like submission and then headship of the husband like going together mm -hmm. um but when I found these other accounts that were like all you know biblical womanhood they talked about all that stuff so I was like wow that's a great point and I just ended up researching more of that too like in the bible and praying about it and it just made so much sense and I was like I was never against it but I just never really knew right about right. it so right yeah. that is so awesome I feel like there's like there's just such a big group of wo women that are taking like like we're Christian obviously, but like actually like discipline me, not disciplining, <laughs> discipling our kids and disciplining them. Um, and like raising them up for the Lord and also being submissive wives. I'm not saying like everyone missed that boat, obviously, but I feel like it wasn't as much talked about right. because it had a dirty word mindset, I guess, to homemaking because everyone went to work and then like or like um being submissive, like that's a dirty word. And I feel like so many people have started to like take a step back and look at that and, and how like positive and is. how positive it really is and how the world twists it around and like there's just so much joy to be found in it because we were raised by awesome parents but yeah like I just feel like um like the word submissive like a lot of women are taking that and like really applying it to their lives yeah which is so there's good a revival <laughs> yeah there's a revival yeah. absolutely I was I was I think all the time I'm like so encouraged by the amount of women now that I see on the internet or just around that are like totally for that and, and we're I, not I, alone I yeah there's so many think, that are doing it yeah I think it has a lot I mean I don't know for sure but I feel like you know mom staying home is how we like create a society that functions oh, yeah. and I think like because we're like collapsing because the moms are you know out of the home people are starting to see that maybe mm -hmm, and right. so my goodness like the success of a society and like running smoothly you know we need the mom's home raising up children because those children are going to grow up to be the next moms or the next doctors or the next whatever right and 
have a healthy like lifestyle. So I feel right. like, yeah, it's that. so important. It really is. And I, I remember thinking like when I first became a mother, like being a stay at home mom means I have like pretty much no value and stuff because, you know, back in the day, I feel like the nineties era to even early two thousands, the thing was to go to work and stuff College, like that. Yeah. College, go to yeah. work and all that. And like, I remember being like, yeah, I'm going to stay home and I'm going to figure it out. And now I'm like, oh my goodness, there's so much like value in a stay-at-home mother, mm -hmm. like for your children, for your husband, for yourself, not saying you to just stay home and not do anything. There's so much more that goes right. into it, but um, yeah. it's just really encouraging to see other people do That's that That's what the internet's good for is like, right. you can see like mm -hmm. other people do it and like know that you know, there's days that are like draining, but there's more days that are good being a stay home mom and our value in the home is so important. And I feel like you do that. You let people know Both that sides. on Instagram, like you're really good at connecting with others and letting us know, like encouraging us. You always encourage me. So yes. You're such like, a great encourager. I'm so glad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to add to that, when I first became a stay at home mom with Brielle, it was, it was like that where like, I didn't really know what to do. And it was that also that like, and like you said, the value, okay, I don't bring in like any money. So, you know, right. what, how do I, what do I do? Like, what's my value in this? But that's where like the Instagram accounts really encouraged me to like with the homemaking and you don't, you know, as a stay at home mom, you're not supposed to just sit around and be lazy. Like you can exactly you know, how to cook. I don't, I taught myself how to cook bake. I'm not great at it, but like, you mm -hmm. can teach yourself those things. If you were never grown up taught and taught them. So, um, I think I was able to figure out, okay, there's actually a lot of stuff that I can do in this house. It's and so busy. Oh it, yeah. 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 And then yeah. obviously, um, as I've had more kids, it gets busier and you realize this is hard work. Like this is yeah. work. <laughs> oh, it's work. It's yeah. work. It's work. And if we're yeah. not doing it, we're paying somebody else to do it. So it's like, right. it is a job we're saving money you know? and like to make like three like no, obviously not every day we do this we eat out too but to make like when you're at home you're normally making three meals a day on top of snacks and oh, it's yeah. like it is just so much work to cook and then clean but you can find so much joy in it too and like you can look at it as a burden or you can look at it as joy being joyful and mm -hmm. I think it's uh like so important. It's so nice seeing people on the internet that whenever you're having a tough day, you can go and get encouraged by like just other moms who be like, oh yeah, it's such a blessing to be able to have dirty dishes to clean for my children. This might sound silly, but it's like, if you're up at, when I'm up at night, I'm like, I'm the only one up at night with my baby. And then I remember, I'm like, there's probably millions of mom up, moms up right now, like yeah. rocking their baby yeah. to sleep, feeding them. I'm like, I'm not alone. I'm yeah. just in a room alone. Absolutely not. Mallory yeah. kept me up till 3 a.m. one day. And let me tell you, that like killed me. So it's, yeah. and that was when she's past the newborn phase. So. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. It's okay. It's okay. Lord. It's rewards <laughs> in heaven. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, I guess another thing I want to ask is um, how do you disciple your children on a daily basis? Or what is your some tips on how to disciple your children as a Christian mom in today's age? So what's your thoughts oh. on that? So I definitely feel like this is a place that I'm still learning mm -hmm. because as we said before, it's like so busy that sometimes you go out your, throughout your day and you're like, did I even like talk about God or pray today at all? Right. Uh, and my kids are still little. And I also don't want to take that as, oh, my kids are little. I have time, mm -hmm. but my kids are little and I'm 
actively like trying to learn how to best disciple them. Um, right now, like, well, right now we're out of our like normal routine, but on a normal routine, Ron will come home and he'll put the girls to bed and he prays with them and has them pray for somebody. Um, and then when we like discipline, like you were talking about earlier, that's, we give biblical instruction or we try, I try to like, mm-hmm. it's hard because if you don't have the patience, right. sometimes you're like, go. but um, on, no. <laughs> yeah, on good days, it's okay. You hit your sister, you took her toy, you know, why that we don't do that. And here's why biblically, and we need to honor our sister. We need to protect her and, you know, serve her. So trying to bring it back to scripture and honoring God and like, why do we obey mommy? I, I think growing up, you know, it was, why don't, why do I have to do this? Because I said, mm-hmm. and I really want for our kids to be, because this is what the Bible says. You, yes. because you obey me because God, you know, talks about obeying your parents for children and that glorifies God and that obeys God. So, um, that is one way. And then they have one like children's catechism memorized, mm-hmm. um, which I think is a Catholic thing, like catechisms, but I don't, I don't know a ton about them, but our church does that. Right. It's like where you say something and repeat. And so like one, the one that they have is like, who made you God, who made all things, God made all things. And right. so I'd really like to move on with like the next one. Um, and even memorizing scripture, I think they're really, at least Brielle is like ready to memorize, you know, they sing the songs from church that they remember. So I think, and there was a couple of scriptures that I was memorizing and like singing out loud. And then I realized they were like singing it back. And I was like, oh, okay, that's what? So sweet. they're probably ready to like memorize. They got that catechism. They can probably yeah. memorize. Right. So, um, and then <clears throat> let's see, I have my notes here. So I'm trying to see what else I was going to say. Oh, lately a verse a couple of verses that have been like on my heart is Deuteronomy 6, 6 through 7, which says, and these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and you shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, and when you lie down and when you rise. So like basically all day. Um, right. and I think it was speaking of like his commandments, uh, but I think all of his word, all of scripture, bringing it back to God, um, and then the next verse I have is First Corinthians ten thirty one. So whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do all uh, to the glory of God. Right. So I've been thinking about like, what are ways throughout like a normal mundane day that we can point them that I could like point them back to God? Like, well, we're brushing our teeth. Well, why do we brush our teeth? Because we're taking care of our the temple that God created. Our body is a temple right. and it glorifies God. And hearing that often as a child, I think is really beneficial and is exactly what the verse is saying is talking about it morning, noon, and night, like all day. Um, and it doesn't have to be like an in-depth, like let's do a huge Bible study. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's those Forget little theology. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's those little things. And so I've been really thinking about that, trying to figure out ways to like, just remember, just remembering ways. It's going to take an active, like, okay, right. what? Planting God, little what? seeds throughout the day to yeah. reap a yes. harvest in the future which is so yep, good to remember. Yep. That's a great tip. I'm definitely going to take that and yeah, that run is with it too. Yeah. Just when Huck gets teeth, of course, he has gums right now. <laughs> oh, no, he of didn't course. memorize scripture. Yeah, he, yeah. He's about eight months. <laughs> yeah, you, you, yeah. Oh, we also, with the bedtime routine, we were reading um the Bible. So we, oh, I can't remember what it's called, but our pastor recommended this children's Bible that he would, he said, he even gives it to like new believers who like adults to, to say, read through this. It just gives you, it's very, you know, it's biblically sound and it gives you just an overview. 
um Delilah ripped it up so we have to buy a new one but <laughs> it's a really good one and we were reading that like through not the whole thing but going through it each night and then when we get to the end just restarting so that right. was another right that's yeah. awesome that I is. love that so what are a couple tips you would give like when moms are feeling overwhelmed what do you do when you feel overwhelmed it's a chaotic day your girls are fighting right you know what <laughs> scream no <laughs> yes oh my gosh I this is also one that I am currently in the thick of trying to deal with the overwhelm and I also I was watching old Instagram stories and seeing myself talk like from a couple of years ago of me being overwhelmed. And I'm like, I don't think overwhelm as a mother ever goes away. Whether you have one, two, three, or more kids, there's always going to be something that's like overwhelming. So learning how to like deal with that is going to be very helpful because you're never going to, there, there's like seasons where it's worse than others, but it's always going to be there, I guess. Right. And true. really in a season right now in the thick of it. So trying to, I've been really trying to, um, I really need to be intentional with when I'm feeling that overwhelm start um right now Mallory is like she went from being able to like play on the ground and be happy to when she's awake I have to hold her all the time mm -hmm. so that's really hard for me to take care of my other kids or um do my homemaking chores or not all that so I've been really like struggling with that because I put her down and then she cries um but obviously <clears throat> the first thing is prayer obviously right away like right. If, if you feel yourself like getting to that point where you're just going to lose it, which I have many times, I'm not perfect. Right. I definitely mm -hmm. lost it. I'd be like, I'm so sorry. I apologize to your kids. But like being able to step out of the room or sometimes I will put Mallory, if she's like making me crazy, put her in a room for a minute to cry. And so I can just have the silence and like compose myself and then come back and get her and like calm her down. Right. Um, and going to a quiet space or just removing yourself from the situation for a minute, praying about it and then coming back. Um, or like if it's in the morning and I haven't gotten fully ready yet, I, and I feel like overwhelmed, maybe it's not like an immediate, somebody needs my attention, but I just feel like, oh my gosh, I have so much to do today. Then taking a shower and getting my clothes on, getting dressed. And then I've been doing cold water therapy, um, mm -hmm. like just turning shower head to cold and sitting under it for two minutes. It just kind of like resets your nervous system and like, okay, yeah. it's, like a, it's like coffee. It's yeah. almost. I still love coffee. I still drink coffee, but then doing that too, is just like another thing and exercise and I'm mm -hmm. take better care of myself, um, this year. So, and then uh, I have some more notes here today. Another thing is today in my like Bible study that I did this morning, it talked about like our hope in Christ and like, as believers, we have citizenship of his kingdom and just how that changes everything. Um, so really like, living in light of eternity like we right. have a hope in christ we know where we're going we know where our soul is going to reside so like when these struggle things happen on this earth we can remember okay like my life isn't ending the work this isn't the worst thing in the world you know what i am going i'm a saved believer i have jesus i have his strength i have the word and i'm going to go to heaven and it's going right. to be okay um right. and <laughs> What'd you say? I said, praise the Lord. We're going to be in heaven. Oh, Sometimes the world is just like, all right. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my, it's weird because all of these little things are coming up at the same time that are all kind of like the same. Um, and just like rejoicing always. Uh, my, I missed church last Sunday, but Ron went and he 
said that the sermon was really good. So I listened to it and he was just talking about like that we can rejoice because of all those things I said, because right. we have hope in Christ. Um, and something he said in the, in the sermon too was, and I, I might be butchering it, but it was something like this, that in the middle of like the most overwhelming time for like struggles that you're going through, you can take a second to name two things that you can be thankful to God for, or like show gratitude towards two ways that he has worked that you've seen him work in that day. Or like just any little thing that is gratitude that God, like, he's just so awesome. You know, maybe you had a second of that day and you sat down and all three girls just sat on your lap and we're just cuddling you. Like I've had that the past couple of days. I'm like, this is so amazing. Um, Everyone's calm and we're cuddling and it's just awesome. Yeah, Um, for sure. (laughs) I love that. It's good as a Christian mother who's intentional. I feel like a lot of people sometimes think that, we like don't have hard days or we just don't like to show those days, but it's good that we talk about it mm-hmm. and not dwell on it, obviously, but to say we get overwhelmed too. We get stressed out mm-hmm. too. We are human. Our kids are human. Of course, we're going to all get stressed out and how we handle that is how it really matters. Right. So yeah. I, I think it's really yeah. good to learn how to be intentional and in even like taking a step back and back. Like, okay. I'm getting a little crazy. I need to take a couple deep breaths, ask the Lord for some wisdom or even like when your spouse gets home, like ask them to stay. And so you can go on a walk for like 10 or five minutes even, and just have a little reset and go about your day. That's what I had to do yesterday. Huck was, he was giving me a run for my money and I had to, uh, when he was laying down for a nap, I was like, I'm going outside and getting fresh air. So I walked for 10 minutes, mm-hmm. just pacing the, mm-hmm. the yard. I was just like, it's okay. The Lord's good. Yep. If this yeah. is as bad as it gets, I'm doing pretty good. I'm thankful for air in his lungs. <laughs> and he's us- using it. He's screaming today, but that's okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I think we definitely take for granted or like don't realize how beneficial it can be to walk and go outside and to show those gratitude and like thankfulness to God for those things. Like, yeah, if, yeah. Oh, that's, you know, that's small little thing. It's probably not going to help, but it really does. It really yeah, does. It does. Yeah. And our children are always watching us and how we react to them is so important. Like how we react to like stress and over being overwhelmed is going to teach them how they are, how they will be, you know? So like not saying, obviously we are human and it's easy for us to lose our cool, but to realize that and if you do do that to apologize mm-hmm. so when you do mess up mm-hmm. to show them that you do need to apologize to that person yep. who you sinned against it's good because a lot of times I feel like parents they don't realize whenever they get really mad this is something I'm working on is that and if I say like something rude to my child I'm like I just sinned against them right. and that's not okay and we need to be make sure we're not sinning against our children too mm-hmm. even if we're frustrated you know and if we do yeah. to apologize yeah. Yes. Yeah, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotta love it. Parenthood is um, a journey, a humbling journey. That's for sure. Oops, yeah. sorry. Kept in your wrong yeah. it, shows, <laughs> it also like really helps us realize like God is strength in our weakness. Mm-hmm. So like when we weakness, we're more, you know, going to turn to him and Correct. rely on him and yeah. grow in faith and everything. So it really is like, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, for sure. It really does. So wrapping it up a little bit, um, with all motherhood and all that, how in the world do you find time to sew? Oh gosh. Um, what, what started it all? Yes. I love seeing it. It's me so too. fun. Yes. Yeah, so I don't, 
I've always been one. I've, I learned to crochet and knit like when I was young, probably 10 or 12. And I've always been one to like, like to start all kinds of hobbies and not really like follow through on them. Like I can do it all, but I don't do them very often. And I like creating things and whatever. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what made me want to, I, I, maybe I might have watched some YouTube or something. I was like, oh, that would be fun. So then I was like, Ron, this is what I want for Christmas. And it was, it's just funny. Cause like maybe the birthday or a couple birthdays before I was like, I'm going to be a baker now. Get me all this baking stuff for my birthday. And I still use all that stuff. Cause I do bake. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. All the different things that I like have an interest in, but he got me a sewing machine and just like a starter sewing uh, kit with like bread and everything. Um, and then I just watched YouTube videos, got inspired and just started. Wow. <laughs> you have done amazing things. I love watching the dresses you make for your little girls. The apron, or you the made apron. an apron. I was like, I was talking to your account the other day and I was like, oh my goodness, you made an apron everyone. Yes. I gave that to my sister for Christmas and then I was like sad because I actually liked it. I wanted to keep it. <laughs> don't, you have, don't you have sewing things for people? An like e template, an ebook for it? Yes, I do have an ebook. Yeah, it's in my bio and my on my Instagram. So, so it's basically like, because I self-taught on YouTube. I like just like, if you need the the one tip I will give you to learn is go on YouTube and like search your machine specifically and how to thread it and how mm -hmm. to work it and stuff. Cause I searched my exact model machine and there were videos and very in-depth close-up videos to how to do everything. Nice. So um, that helped me a lot. I learned how to thread my sh machine in like two seconds because of that, That's so <laughs> which is what a lot of people are apparently very intimidated by threading their machine. Now I'm just like, well, what are your sewing tips for new beginning, new beginners for sewing? Yes. So just, I honestly, YouTube university taught me everything and they have so many, um, like great tutorials where you don't even need a pattern. Um, so that's where I started off making a lot of the stuff that I started making. And then, um, also PDF patterns too, if you want to start getting into creating from patterns, because the paper patterns are a little bit harder to understand, especially for a beginner, because all of the paper patterns are written in a way that you already understand the basics of sewing. So, so the paper patterns um, are created in a way that is like, you already have a basic understanding of how to sew and techniques and stuff, because a lot of people back in the day with all the, the vintage patterns already knew a lot because their grandmas and their moms all knew and they taught, you know, it was passed down. So those can be hard to um, like read if you're a beginner. So PDF patterns, I, I love for like children's clothing, sunflower seams, and then peony patterns. They're so cute and they come with instructions step-by-step step, and it's also a printable pattern. So you just tape your pieces of paper together and cut it out. Um, and yeah, as far as like sewing with kids, I do it, all my kids, I get them down to take a nap at the same time. And then if I'll do it then, or if they're playing, but the biggest thing is you don't need several hours, like just do a little bit each day. If that means you're sewing one side seam together, that's one step closer to finishing the project. It might take you like triple the time to finish your project than somebody else would. But if you do a little bit each day, then you'll actually finish it. Whereas if you just you know, or like, I can't ever sew because I don't have three hours to sew. Right. Then, yeah. So that's, that would be like my biggest tip is to just pick at it a little bit. Um, especially that's awesome. In the 
So, yeah. And at the end of the day, like in maybe in three weeks, you're going to have a cute apron that you designed by yourself. And instead mm -hmm. of saying, instead of never starting, you just pick up and start and just a little here, a little there, and then boom, it's done. Yep. So that's yep. awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for hopping on. We are so inspired by you all the time yes. with your Instagram. You do good. And um, we really appreciate you jumping thank you on. For having me. Yes, we are so excited. Before we leave, though, tell people where they can find you and everything. Like on your Instagram. So on Instagram, it's literally, yeah, it's at Kaylin Mead. So that's just K-A-Y-L-Y-N-M-E-A-D-E. -E. And that's Perfect. it. So it's pretty Perfect. simple. Well, we are so <laughs> thankful you hopped on and, and we had our giggles in between there too. So that was wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> it's genuine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. We'll definitely talk soon. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Mm -hmm. See ya.